Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is dealing with stress. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome, everyone. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. I'm here to see if I can help you with stress. That's everybody's problem. Now, why are you so stressed? Well, the reason is, is because you're reactive to the outside. Now, how did that happen? It began when you were a little child and people around you were willful or confusing or mean or angry or they teased you or they put you in environments where a lot of bad things were happening. You know, if they if they put you in a in some kind of a daycare setting or school setting where there's like thirty or forty other kids around, many of them from rotten homes, many of them angry, that's not a good environment to be in. And so you had to re you were forced to react to these situations, which are unnatural. Now of course when you when you get older, when you get older then you can deal with such things much better. But when you're a little child, you react. So, if your mom was angry, for example, let's take a just a typical example. Let's say your mom was angry at her husband. She was angry because he wasn't there for her. He didn't have a special love that she needed. And she was angry at him. And that anger was like an undercurrent, or let's also use the word resentment, resentful toward her husband. It was an undercurrent that began to, to be like a sustained bad thing that colored everything in the house. So soon everything revolved around mother's anger and then father's anger. See? Maybe they put up a good front. And if they were halfway decent, they felt guilty for the anger. So then they were, they tried to make up for it. So they were nice. But then they became angry again. And maybe there was fighting. How many of you remember when you were a little child? Maybe you were in your room at night, in bed, laying there. And you heard angry voices through the wall. Angry voices. It was frightening to a little child. It made you feel insecure. And then maybe there was a divorce. See, they're, they're just, it, it, keeps, it keeps getting worse. There are just so many other scenarios, but they're all based on anger and resentment. Your mom was angry at her husband. She resented him. And that anger then colored everything. So I could go on and on about that, but all I want to say is that that's traumatic for a little child. And you could, there was nothing you could do. What could you do? How can you deal with that? Some little children try to be extra nice. They want to make mommy happy or they want everything to be good. They try to be nice so that mommy and daddy won't get a divorce. They blame themselves. Maybe because the parents said, it's all your fault. If it wasn't for you, I could leave. But I have to stay here because of you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. How many children hear that? Or if they don't hear it, they sense it. So my point is, this is trauma. Trauma for the child. 
So now, because of that trauma, you become reactive to the outside. You become scared, and then you cling. You cling to your friends. Uh, but clinging to your friends, see? So what it does is it separates you from your own inner ground of good, from which you could have flowered and grown to be what you were meant to be, what the good Lord had in mind. Instead, you became a creature of the environment. The environment became your boss. The environment became your authority. And so you responded to it and reacted to it. And now when you encounter someone who's angry, like your mom was angry, you feel your heart pounding. You feel scared. You get tongue-tied. You stammer. You cringe. You want to go along with them because that's what you were trained to do when you were a little child. Or maybe you become angry. You want to rebel. See, a lot of kids become angry and rebel. But either way, you're just a you're just reactive to the world, to people on the outside, people that were like your angry mother or like your angry father or like your absent father or like the bullies at school or like the willful teacher who pressured you or who played favorites or like the mean uncle or the mean aunt or your mean older sister or your mean younger brother. What is all this about? What is this meanness? What is this willfulness? What is this pressure? What is it all about? It's designed to separate you from your own inner ground of good, to make you react. And when you react, they own you. That's right, when you react. That's what it's all about. So now you must learn how not to react, how to remain calm, how to remain dispassionate, how to observe error in other people without reacting to it. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. This program is a labor of love. I buy the airtime to bring you this special message. Be sure to check out our many free resources at SheddingShackles.com. So now you have to deal with several things. First of all, your conditioning. You're conditioned to react and respond. Your body doesn't obey you. It obeys the environment. Then the other thing you have to learn, how to face new stresses and not react. And then you have to learn how to deal with the conditioning. And then you have to be able to deal with the memories from the past. And you've always tried to deal with them on your own by repressing them and suppressing them and trying to be nice and make people behave nice. You thought if you were nice, then they would be nice. Now you must discover the secret that Christ taught us. He told us to go in a room, close the door, and become still. His Father said it best. Father knows best. Remember, there was a program that was called Father Knows Best. Father Knows Best. What did Father say? He said, be still and know that I am God. Learn to be still. Learn to Become quiet and refine your Creator within and learn how to respond to Him and obey Him and react to Him. And what will you react to? His love, His kindness, His mercy, His sweetness. You will react with joy and with gratitude and learn to react to all the things that He made with awe and wonder and delight. And you'll become more like a little child again. And then you'll grow in his light.
he will then be your father, a good father, not an angry father, not a willful father, not a teasing father, not a hateful, not a judgmental mom or dad, but a good, good father. And in his light and with his blessing and with his help and with his correction, that's right, with his gentle, gentle correction, you will grow in stature to become the prince or the princess that you were meant to be. And then you will be able to deal with the willful ones, with patience, with kindness, with calmness, and yes, sometimes with firmness, but always with a twinkle in your eye. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. See, God said it very beautifully, very beautifully. He said, be still and know that I am God. Be still. So can you be still? Can you go in, in your room and close the door and sit in a chair and become still? Well, it's hard now because you become antsy, nervous. You begin to feel a vague something wrong. So then what do you do? You reach for your iPhone. You start daydreaming of anything, something what you're going to go to the store and buy or just anything that pops into your mind. You, you fall into it and drift away with it to escape from reality. To escape from reality, but reality where your creator is, that's how you can get better. And at first it'll feel a little bit It'll feel like conscience. See, your intuition, what you know in your heart from your Creator, if you had stayed close to it, but instead you became angry and you fell away from it. It wasn't your fault because you were just a little child, but now you're a big person, now you can refine it. And at first it'll be like conscience, and it won't feel good, but it's good for you. You understand? It won't feel good, but conscience is good for you. Learn to sit still. And get my little meditation and sit quietly and experience conscience and become as you were when you were a little child long ago and begin your journey back to your true self, a great adventure through life and everything that you do, everything that, you, that happens to you will then be for good. It says in the Bible, all things work for good for those who love the Lord. So do you love the Lord? Do you love God? Deep down in your heart, do you love Him? Never mind whether you're all messed up or not. It doesn't matter. Do you love God? Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. You love the innocence of children. Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation in. You'll be on your way, guaranteed. You see, there's a timeless realm, a realm of perfect patience, perfect love, perfect stillness. And when your soul, see, when your soul is aligned with God, 
then it is very close to that timeless realm. In the moment, see, you're in the world. You're in the world, but not of the world. You're in the world, but it's a little distant. You're in the world, but you're very close to this timeless realm. And Christ was so close to the Father, so close to the Father, that at some point he could step across into that realm. Just like on Star Trek, remember they had a transporter? I forget what it was called, but a person would be, would go in, in it and they would dematerialize and then they would materialize somewhere else. Well, such magic is possible. You see, everything God does is magical. Look at a butterfly or the way the clouds move across the blue sky. Look at the sweetness in a little child. Look at the beauty of nature and you'll see magic everywhere. Well, God is perfectly capable of helping you get better, but you must find him, become still, and know that he is God. And you will find him and he will come to your aid. Some of you are getting the 15-minute version. It's a half-hour program, so if yours is only 15 minutes, go to SheddingShackles.com where you can hear the whole 30-minute program. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. When you send a gift of any amount, you'll receive one of Roland's ebooks, including Putting the Forever Back in Love, Forbidden Food, and Becoming a Friend of God. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the right-hand icon, ebooks. Welcome back. I'm talking today about overcoming trauma. People call the residuals of trauma PTSD. It's a, it actually is a good term, PTSD. And so when you look at the world filled with meanness, filled with willful people, angry people, resentful people, people who are acting out scripts from the past, when you encounter people, they see you as the mother they hated or the father they hated or the boyfriend that they hated or the teacher that they hated. They see you like that, for example. I'm just, just one example. And then there are other people 
who something was done, they do unto others what was done to them. See? They do unto others what was done to them, so someone pressured them, pressured them to be good, or pressured them with religion, or pressured them with some philosophy or some attitude or some prejudice or something or other, laid it upon them, and then they went out and did unto others what was done to them. And so when you go out in the world, now you, and then you, so what you do is you see people that are dysfunctional, people who are reactive. And so you have to learn how to deal with such people by not hating them, by not resenting them, not giving in to them, not succumbing to them, not being overcome by them, not serving them, but just observing them. You see, Christ, if you read his message very carefully, if you read it with understanding, in other words, if you read a little bit and it awakens you to see, then you will see that that's what he was trying to help you to do. That's what he did. He overcame the world, not by hating the world, not by giving in to the world, but by, well, by being himself, being himself and expressing himself. But when he was himself and expressed himself, well, he was expressing the good that came from within because he was so close to the Father. You see what I mean? He became an extension of the Father. Right now, you are an extension of your mother. You're an extension of your father who you hated. You're an extension of those people and other people who did things to you. So when you look at the world, it's filled with confusion and filled with uh, all kinds of error and all kinds of emotional people. So you have to learn how to deal with them properly. And the meditation helps very much with that. So we were talking today about, you know, if you express yourself and you check with your intuition, you check with your conscience, and you, and you, you move intuitively, then you will just grow naturally. And you will develop skills and talents, and you will be a free spirit. But what happened to you is that when you were a little child, when you tried to express yourself, you were put down. They made you shut up. They made you say only what they wanted you to say. They made what you said wrong. How many of you, how many of you when you were kids, they somehow found a way to make everything you do not work out? I, re, I was in Starbucks. I told this story. I think I told it in one of my recent YouTube lectures. I have a lot of them. They're very good, you know. I was in Starbucks and a little boy came and I saw he was carrying a chair. He was carrying one of the Starbucks chairs. It was the cutest thing. So I looked. He was carrying the Starbucks chair. And he carried it to a table. There were two chairs at the table and he was carrying a third one there. So there would be three chairs. And then I saw his, his mommy and his daddy. And what the little boy had in mind is that the three of them would sit there and have, you know, a little treat and spend a little time together. It would have been so sweet. But no, somehow they found a way to make it, to make him wrong for carrying the chair. Somehow they found a way to make it so that they had to rush out, so they couldn't spend even a little minute or two with their little boy in sweet sweetness. They made him wrong. 
And he was angry, I saw, and when they were leaving, I saw he was very unhappy, and they rushed out, and he had to rush after them. So what could have been a beautiful, beautiful little situation became a sad one, because they found a way to make him wrong. And many of you, when you were kids, they found a way to make you wrong. Everything you did was wrong. Everything you said was wrong. Everything you planned was wrong. They found a way to make it that way. No wonder you began to doubt yourself. But then the problem is when you doubted yourself is that you, because of your anger and your upset, and there was no one to guide you, then you tried to find yourself out in the world. You tried to gain confidence in the world by studying and getting good grades or being good at sports or, or making a lot of money or something. Not that there's anything wrong with being good at sports or making a lot of money. But what happened was you lost yourself. Like Alice in Wonderland, you got lost. Now you must refind yourself again. Refind yourself with God's help. Learn to be still. Learn to be less reactive. Learn to look within and find your intuition and your conscience from God. And when you find your intuition and your conscience and you learn to follow what you know in your heart, then you know what? Life becomes sweet. And all the people that are mean and angry and willful and so forth, you will, you will see them out there being willful and being angry and, be, and so on, but it won't bother you. You just see it. Now, earlier I was talking about uh, the negative effects of willful people, willful people pressuring you and making you upset and making you feel angry and making you tongue-tied and make your, making your heart beat out of fear. Fear, that's right. How many of you were afraid when you were a little child of your mother's anger or your father's anger? or someone else's anger. Many, 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 many of us were afraid. And then when they, get ang when they got angry, and we saw the expression on their face and the tone in their voice, then our little hearts started to beat very fast. And we were scared. Well, you know what that is? That's dysregulation. That's right. Now you must refine the good Father, who His goodness and His mercy and His kindness and his justice, and his patience, above all patience, patience, will have a wonderful salutary effect upon your being, just like beautiful bright sunlight makes everything look good and dries out the rain, the flowers grow, and the clothes on the line become fresh and smell sweet. And in His light, and with His blessing, and with His help, and with His correction, that's right, with His gentle, gentle correction, you will grow in stature to become the prince or the princess that you were meant to be. Never mind whether you're all messed up or not. It doesn't matter. You love God. Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. You love the innocence of children. 
Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation and you'll be on your way. Guaranteed. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after. How to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well, may I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love. Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'm here to help you by simply awakening you to what you know in your heart because that comes from God. That was the beginning. That was your innocence. That was your sweetness. That was your perceptiveness. And you've set it aside. Now you must refine it. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand. And you're free to be patient. And when you're lost in your emotions and your thoughts, you're not free. You are compulsive. And you move with impatience or anger or resentment. Stand back, and you will discover a whole new way of living. And you will also discover something else. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be. You'll discover God's gracious forgiveness and his kindness. And life becomes sweet. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.